to the Beats Hub. CD. You heard it through the grapevine. You heard it here first, it's a bame's life Mozzie easy with the knowledge, better take time Man or woman, it don't matter over these sides Black or brown, it don't matter over these sides Conversations always popping over these sides Where's your peace signs? Where's your white wine? Don't stress, don't worry about those deadlines Cause you've heard it through the grapevine You heard it here first, it's a bame's life You heard it through the grapevine You heard it here first, it's a bame's life Southwest L aka Mosse Issy. Don't come for me because I've not produced an episode in a while. I'm busy, and if your motherfuckers ain't paying me, then you can wait. <laughs> but today I've got a guest. I can do them no justice. So I will let them introduce themselves. Take it away. Oh, wow, that's an introduction, boy. Thank you, ma'am. What's good, people? Uh, my name is Carmen London. Um, I'm an international DJ, well, international award-winning DJ, hey. I'd just say. Um, I'm an events organiser. Um, I'm a radio presenter. I'm a forex trader. I'm an investor. So if you've got a good business idea and you need capital, you need support, you need funding, you need help with your business plan, I'm the person to talk to um and yeah i'm just a, i'm a go getter i'm she fine too <laughs> well I, I can't say i'm fine i can't say why that. not I'm, I'm a cool because that's that is that arrogance no what, what do you call what word do you call that self-love full of yourself self mm. oh, i love that man self-love i've got a good i've got a good soul and a good spirit so that makes me a beautiful person true let's just say that true you know? that is true very very true yeah, I've done a lot of growing from my whole life. I'm still growing. I'm not perfect, but I'm here for a good time and a long time. Amen. Amen, Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so glad because we've been meaning to do this for time now, haven't we? I've been saying we this have, to you for ages. Have. Yeah, but, uh, ten years now. <laughs> 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 if only yeah. you knew me for that long. Trust me, you wouldn't be my friend, boy. Oh, why do you say that? But I was rugged when I was younger. Rugged. Really? Mm. Well, that doesn't mean anything. No, that's true. People that's true. are friends for different reasons, you know? Very true, very true. I might want a rugged friend. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm your friend now, yeah. so it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. You're a very good friend, very supportive. No, I am. I fucks heavy with your DJing, you know. I really do. Thank and you. I'll be honest, you're the first DJ I've ever followed and even tuned into. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't, if you even notice on my Instagram, I don't post very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I post, I post like stories that I see that are funny, that make me laugh or are talking facts and stuff like that. But I don't mm-hmm. post very often just because mm-hmm. I just don't think Instagram is my bag, you know. That's good. Do you know, Instagram actually, it can be quite toxic mm. if you don't use it the right way. And I've seen myself addicted to it at times. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. This is exactly what I do. And I thought to myself, I've got a problem. Mm. I will go for Instagram for a while, flick, 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 do what I'm doing. Then I will like swipe up to close the app so the app actually closed. I can't. So if I go back into it, it's refreshed again. But I'll close the app down. Mm. I'll swipe left, swipe right in my phone to see the apps and I'll go straight into Instagram again. Like, and I'm looking for another 
Yeah, and, and I'll close up them like, no, don't go on Instagram, go on another app, go on Spotify or go on WhatsApp. I'll click Instagram again. It's like a, it's like there's a magnet with my thumb to Instagram. <laughs> like it's, it's dangerous. Do you know what I just programmed the watch about these these apps and how addictive and how social the social media thing on Netflix? Did you watch it? Was that one that you watched? I've seen I've seen social media, I've seen terms and conditions, I've seen mm. them all. So I know, I know, like I'm aware of what these people are doing, the data collection and basically they, they know what's more than we know ourselves and mm. how to keep you logged in as long as possible. Yeah. And it's a drug. It is a drug. It is a drug. This shit is worse than crack, baby. It's worse than crack. <laughs> it's so this true. Is too much. It's so true. But I do commend people who really do get their bag on Instagram, and I think it's amazing. But I, this is going to sound really cocky, but I don't care. I want mm-hmm. to be bigger than that. Okay, that's good. I want to be Ambition bigger than is that. Good. Yeah, I don't want to be, because the way I see it is like remember when Facebook first came out, everybody was on Facebook, all the stars were on Facebook, so you'd be following their pages. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then like Twitter came along, and then we moved to Twitter. Twitter is still popping, to be fair. And then Instagram came along, and Snapchat came in in the middle of somewhere of all of that. <laughs> <laughs> And like, I just feel like you just notice all these same people moving through all the social media because that's where their bag is. And for me, that's just stress. I can't be posting Clubhouse. every day. Yeah, Clubhouse is the thing right now, though. Not yeah. gonna lie. I'm not have on you Clubhouse. No. Yeah, you, you have to have an iPhone to be on Clubhouse. See, I don't, I just, at first I was like, because I need to get a second phone because um, mm-hmm. I need to have a work phone and I need to have yeah. a phone where I can just chill and like it's nothing to do at my work because that's yeah. why I was getting so stressed was that everything was mixing in together like mm-hmm. my manager will call me on my normal phone people that I'm doing other I'm, I'm an activist as I'm, well so like yeah. every day emails like do you know what I mean I'm checking my work emails I'm checking my personal emails I'm checking my other work emails and it's just like and then I'm missing things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I need to have a second phone. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll just get like an old iPhone. Yeah. But um, I just can't be bothered. I've never been iPhone gang. Gang, gang, gang. I'm always... You need to, you need to, you need to be a you need to be iPhone gang. No. I'm telling you, <laughs> iPhone is for like professionals, people that are organized, people <laughs> that keep life simple, straight to the point. You need to jump on a gang, man. It, it shows a lot about the type of phone you have as a person trust me where did you get this from my head <laughs> my head are you gonna do a documentary for us soon i will actually i want to do some real 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 investigations some real for some facts and some opinions and yeah yeah i can't wait to see it i'll yeah, be on there coming. telling people why iphone iphone is commercialism to a t and you know they get their software from Samsung. I don't care. <laughs> Some, listen, iPhone is this straight to the point. The only thing I like, like, like about iPhone is that you can't just download anything from the internet. Like exactly. you can of Samsung. Samsung, you can download your songs onto the actual phone. But saying that, that that's what makes Samsung so complicated and they, they tend to break down more because you can download a virus to your phone. You could, it's just open. To the, it's just open. Imagine someone's house that's open. A, a, a house that is closed, locked with a key, that is iPhone. iPhone is a house with a locked key. Samsung is a house that the door is just open. 
Anyone can run, Joe, come out, run, Joe, come out. Give me it's easy, it's nice, it's fun, woo! But my iPhone is most, it's a serious phone. It's a serious phone. You need to come prepared. You need to have your apps. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm I, I don't know person. if I can agree with you. Because you my to. phone is very secure. <laughs> my phone is very <laughs> secure. Boy, it is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is. It is what it is, baby. But yeah, tell us how you got into DJing. How did I get into DJing? So do you know what? I've always loved music. Mm. I've been collecting music since I was in primary school. These were CDs, not vinyls. You know, I come mm. from the CD era. Vinyls was a little bit more before my time. But actually, no, vinyl was around my time, but I just wasn't... Yeah, I think, yeah, vinyls were a little bit before my time. Let me, let me not lie. Vinyls were before my time. So I grew up on, on the CDs. I begged my mum to, like, buy me CDs from Woolworths, like the singles or the albums. Mm. You know, more times she'll say no. <laughs> Some, sometimes she'll say yes. It just, this depends, isn't it? This depends. Parents but, are um, funny. Yeah. But, you know, some more times she did. More times she did give me the money to buy CDs. So I used to collect CDs from them, them, them days. Then maybe like, yeah, so primary school days, I used to collect CDs. Then I used to watch a lot of like music channels. Mm-hmm. So I used to like video record, like music videos, which is a bit bit sad. But I I was a weird, I'm a weird person, isn't it? I don't know if other people have done that, but something that I, I, I used to that. like record music videos. I used to record music videos. But I, 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 mean, I had like loads of like video tapes. Even all till now to this day, I've got video tapes of just music videos. And I used to like, record it. And I said, sit back and let's watch them. Like, oh, yeah, much you. I used to, like, record my favourite songs on there. Do you know what I'm saying? And also tapes as well. I used to rec- listen to that radio. I to record my favourite songs on there. Mm. Um, so I think I've always loved music. Definitely always loved music. But I think what actually got me into DJing, I was at one house party one time. And there was a... De- it was it was in Balham. It was like a little... It was a hostel. It was like a hostel kind of thing. And... He used to have house parties and hostels in it back in the days. Mm, yeah. But there was a um, there was a DJ, but he kind of went missing now and again. <laughs> he just wasn't there behind the decks. I think it was with his girlfriend or whatever in it. And then yeah. someone was like, "Oh, DJ, where are you?" And someone was like, "Jump on the decks, someone, someone, jump on the decks." So me, my big bad self, I went behind the decks. I don't know what I was doing, but I kind of figured it out. Mm. You know, there's a left deck, there's a right deck. You put CDs in, you press play. I kind of taught myself what to do there and then. And actually, people like, like yes, DJ, like, I, like, people get excited for what I was doing. That was the first time I ever experienced DJing and a crowd like making noise and like reacting to what I'm playing. And like, I just love the feeling. I love the feeling of entertaining people and playing music. So I said to myself, I want to become a DJ. That's what I want to do. And, I, and this was age of 17. So I remember I saved up my EMA money from college. Yeah. We used to get we used to get EMA every week, 30 pounds a week, then a hundred pounds bonus. Bruh. Um yeah, this, this is before your time. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is before your time. So I'm saying you're young, you're young out here, man. Like, no. back in the days, we, yeah, I went to school in, day, in Ireland. Yeah, maybe Ireland's a different. It's uh, not part uh, of the UK six, before you say yeah, that. It's not part of the, yeah, I'm saying it's, it's not part of the UK. It's, yeah. it's own country, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Ireland's its own country. So you you guys do things differently where you're from. But <laughs> back in the days in, in UK, they used to give an incentive fee to go to college. 
mm. it's a pay students £30 a week and they'll give like a £100 bonus at the end of the month if you actually attended and yeah I actually saved that money up to buy decks I bought my first decks in college and I bought some new marks and I just started getting booked out every single weekend for someone's birthday it was always That's someone's sick. birthday yeah I bought, I bought speakers I wasn't even driving these times I couldn't even I didn't even know how to drive I wasn't driving my sisters and brothers were like I'll call my sisters and my brother I'm like oh can you I've got a book in this Saturday like can you take me they're like oh <laughs> yeah okay but you got to sort out that like um the driving like, like transport yeah, yeah. like also I'd drop them petrol money whatever because I was making I was making a little bit of change back then it drop them petrol money they would drop me there take me back home so that was kind of like my life basically I went in the clubs for a very long time Mm. So I was still doing the house party things. I think I, but I was known as DJ Titch back then. Really? You know? Yeah, I was Titch. Titch is like a nickname I had since secondary school. So mm. I'm small in it. So yeah. yeah, I'm small. So a lot of people call me DJ Titch. Even all to now, people call me Titch. Like yo, Titch. Like, that's what people call me. Like my old school friends call me Titch. Mm. But yeah, I, I went. I went as DJ Titch. But then I. I'm a businesswoman, first of all, okay? And I see everything I do as a business. So I said to myself, okay, cool. I want to become a worldwide known DJ. I want to be heard and seen on places like BBC One Extra, Capital Extra. You know, I want to be on TV. I want people to see my face on TV. You know, I want to be an established DJ. I want to be as big or bigger than Tim Westwood. Yeah, I want to be big or bigger than Trevor Trevor Nelson, you know. And I, and there's not really any big female DJs that I know that are as big as Tim Westwood or Trevor Nelson. True, like that. Hmm. You know, there, there there are known female DJs, but not one that is still relevant all till now. That's still on radio. That's still like big around the whole world, worldwide mm. known. Like Tim Westwood is known worldwide. Trevor Nelson is well known worldwide. And that was kind of like my aim. I said to myself, I can't, not that I can't, I just, I just can't see that name DJ Titch mm. as a global name. It didn't make me feel good. And my mum always hate the name Titch because it means small. Yeah. And she's like, have a, have a name that makes that you don't you don't have to be so literal with your names basically yeah. you don't you like don't call yourself titch like call yourself dj big or dj tool like don't yeah. like, you, we know you're small like don't don't have that it's you know I'm saying? It's, it's a negative thing in a way yeah. my mum is very strong with like words and the things we say and the, th- the things you, yeah she's very powerful in that so i've kind of learned that from her so i thought to myself okay what can i call myself I don't want no stupid name like DJ blah blah blah. I'm saying that like, nothing yeah. like that. I don't want to have the word DJ because I saw myself as a brand, yeah. not just a, a DJ. DJ. Because I eventually knew I wanted to branch out to, to do producing. Yeah. I knew I might want to have my own clothing label one day. I want to have a name like Tim Westwood. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, it's not. It's not DJ Tim Westwood. It's just Tim Westwood. Yeah. But obviously, that's obviously his name. So I thought, why not I just use my name? Why am I thinking, I'm putting so much pressure into thinking of a name. So I took my middle name, which is Carmen. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking Carmen's own is a bit dead. And I thought, 
literally, I was racking my brain, Moses, racking my brain up, thinking, like, what can I call myself? And I thought, Lon- I'm from London. Like, it makes sense, calm in London. That make that rings a bell. Like, I, I just, it, I got a buzz of it. Mm. I asked people, like, what do you think of the name Carmen London? Like, it sounds, it sounds sexy. It sounds legit. It sounds like a brand. It sounds, yeah. yeah, it sounds professional. Like, I had to like, and that's what I do. That when I think of names, business names, I'm, I'm like, I have to like vision it. Like, does it sound good? Mm. Does it sound good? But does it sound good though? You know, and I am Carmen. So. Yeah, I, I I had the name Carmen London, and I say that's when my career kind of took off. I'd say I got more established. I got more bookings in clubs. I started getting bookings internationally. I was on radio. Um, yeah, and my and my life is just exhaling. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. And um, we need to talk about the fact that you're on beat because I was listening the other night. The beat London effort. Hey. Yeah, so I should have had your I, decks I, ready. No, don't worry, I can do sound effects on my on my voice. But um yeah, so I I I'm on the beat London. Um, but I'm on the beat London. The girl sorry, girls are rate on right. the beat London. I'm a yeah. part of girls are rate. So I joined the girls are rate last some uh, late last year, I would mm. say. As, a, as, as their official DJ then an opportunity came up where they said you know um, we've been offered a show and a beat we know you've got experience with radio we'd love you to like present the show for Girls R8 and I said for show let's do this so we had our first show on Monday the 1st of March it was absolutely sick what was that? we've done the show from home so you know, it's four girls, not just myself, it's four other, three other girls, four of us in total. We've done our shows from home. So obviously I spoke, first hour DJ, then Jasmine done the interviews, mm. and then S. Chinks and Jazz, um, Joy does the last half an hour of the show. It's like a straight club mix. But yeah, it's, it's an exciting opportunity. You know, Beats established in London, and they're verified on Instagram. They, they got a, they're more known in Nigeria. Yeah, so they got a, their biggest branches in, in Nigeria. I'd love to go down there one day My and place. do a little takeover, you know, Mate. in Niger. You know, come on, we'll do Probably it. Litty. We'll do it next year. I'm planning to go to Nigeria next year. Put me in your suitcase when I'm coming. To be fair, you're small enough, you'll fit. There you go. That's why you put me in your suitcase. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> bring you with me. We'll go to Lekki. Do up a Lecky? mix for the queers. I don't yeah. even know. That's in I know, Lagos. I know, I know, oh, Lekki's in Lagos. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. I've never been there. I know Lecky is anywhere where all the superstars go to party. Swear. Yeah. Ooh, I'm Meet down. All the biggest people will even marry you off to a, a rich Nigerian man. No, thank you. <laughs> No thanks, I'm okay. <laughs> I want to meet. I want to meet like Wizkid and oh man, that'd be Thames. sick. You know that'd be lit. That'd be lit. I think Burner Boy. Yeah, Burner Boy. To be fair, Burner Boy's in London most of the time. Oh yeah, with Steffi in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit okay. Ah, oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> well, he cheated on her, it. didn't he? 
I did not know. I've I've been out of the loop, Mosey. I've been I, out of the loop. Of... I only found out like every like so you know when we were just talking about social media before we started recording. Mm-hmm. I don't go on Twitter very often, but when mm-hmm. I do go, then I catch up on like a few bits and pieces in it of what people are mm-hmm. posting. And I went on one night and um, yeah, apparently some girl that he was dating behind the scenes came out and talked about how she thought he was going to leave Steph London um, to be with her. Like she knew the whole time. Wow. Yeah. To be honest, like, to be honest, like with like these, these celebrities, like, what do you expect? I'm not being funny, but men are cheaters anyway. And now you've got a man who is getting all this attention left, right, and centre, literally. Mm. Of course, they're going to cheat. It is, that's, that's what comes with being a ma- with a man. Especially ah, a celebrity. Girls cheat too, you know. Um, yeah, I suppose so, but girls are more loyal, though. True. Well, yeah. So, yeah. yeah statistically, I, I, I think that's actually correct. Yeah, girls are... Yeah, everyone cheats, but... I just think a man, celebrity, without a, without a doubt. Yeah, it is hard. It to... might happen at, at least once, at least once. It might do it at least once, and then obviously they might, they might not do it again, but come on. <laughs> they step out to their house, there's press there, there's girls. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just a madness. It's just a madness. DMs be popping. You know Trust me, man, it's a madness. It's a madness. <laughs> But so what? The women in the queer community don't cheat. Like I said, <laughs> people cheat, but I don't cheat. I can't talk for everyone, but I've got a lot of male friends. I just know how guys are, man. They just, I just don't. I just don't think guys can help it. I think sex for men means something different to women. Really? And I think when women, yeah, and I think when women learn to understand men that men are not women mm. and they think differently, then maybe women wouldn't get so hurt. If you kind of just, if women are a bit more chilled and just accept that that's, that's, that may happen, then like people get upset because of expectations. True, true. Don't have expectations. Because when you've got expectations of someone, people can... No, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah man. No, I hear mm. that, I hear that, I hear that. But um, mm-hmm. the streets be wild out here, you know? These Trust days. me, boo-boo. <laughs> Trust me, man. So what, what is it like and what was it like when you started off being a female DJ and all that kind of stuff? I get this question all the time. I don't see myself as a female DJ. Mm. I just see myself as a DJ. DJ yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm a DJ. You know, uh, when I was younger, yeah, you, you do get men like kind of trying to like boss their boss their way around you or if you're in the decks and your necks, like they might kind of nudge you a little bit or act like you're not there or yeah. Just make a fuss. And some DJs they're not doing half of the time. And you gotta be the one to be like, oh by the way, you gotta is connect that to this or what so I'm saying it, it it can be annoying but I don't look at myself I've never looked at myself as a black female or mm. a female DJ or this that in life I look myself as a 
as a professional person in a in a professional industry and I feel like when you focus on what, on what I'm saying makes sense but I don't it know makes sense I to just, you though so that's that's all that matters yeah it makes I hear sense that. to me like yeah I feel like when you just focus on things and expect things to happen or expect racism or expect people to be sexist to you kind of attract it I don't expect them things there I go into a venue I hold my head high I'm like yeah boom I'm here to DJ where where's where the decks do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And people are like, okay, thank you. Dex are over there. Oh man, just get on with it. I think about myself like, if Trevor Nelson or Tim Messer walks in their building and they're there to DJ, you know, with people treating them any different? Nah. I, got, I, 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 I keep my mind on a certain level, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I haven't really had any issues like that, you know? Minor stuff, but I forget about that stuff, man. I'm here to, I'm here for a reason. I'm here to show the place down, you know? No, I hear that. I hear that. Uh, I feel like it may be slightly different in different, like, um, professions and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But Tell no, me your experiences, then. Mate, you know, I'm an activist, so it's obviously very close to my heart. Now, I will say, and I've admitted this before, um, growing up in Ireland, I didn't actually experience a lot of racism. Wow, wow. Yeah. But I feel like Irish people and Jamaicans are quite similar. Yeah. I feel like Irish people are black deep down. Yeah. It's a little bit lighter. <laughs> <laughs> They're black, man. It's true, it's true. Um, well, it's not technically true, but what I mean by that is in, in the nature is, like, fair enough, I had, like, isolated events in it but mm -hmm. it's not like here like I've been living in the UK this year we're making six years that I've been living in the UK okay and in that six years I've experienced more racism than in my whole mm -hmm. life wow just from like minor things at work like you know people will just say stupid things and you're just like unprovoked as well like you're just literally yeah. drinking tea and then they make a stupid comment i'm just like are mm -hmm. you all right in the head or like it happens quite a lot you know mm. in the uk i'm not gonna lie i don't know what it is what differences between ireland and the uk maybe the fact that ireland went through its ireland, own hardship as well with, there you with, go. The, U, yeah. with the uk as no well. blacks no irish no, no dogs. dogs yeah Mm -hmm. so they understand yeah yeah can they ever understand fully because now they also have white privilege you know so no they can't yeah. understand fully but deep down the intention is always never to to hurt other people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is cool so like yeah so growing up not not an awful lot some isolated situations but again anytime they were reported they were dealt with like mm -hmm. you know Whereas I've reported people at work. Yeah. And they don't even get a slap on the wrist. It's like, yeah, we'll investigate it six months later. Even one of like, I left, I, I've left where I used to work now. Um, mm -hmm. But even like then, a year later, I contacted them and they said, yeah, we'll get back to you. Wow. But the person has now like been promoted in that time. The fact that they were even being taken a piss. Yeah, the fact that they were even being investigated, or had been investigated, 
they weren't investigating nothing. Do you know, exactly. this is actually quite upsetting to myself. So actually, today, my friend called me crying on the phone because she says her manager's being so racist towards her. She wants to leave. She can't take it. Like, he talks about her hair. He oh, talks man. about, oh, you know, you know your people. Why don't you guys want the vaccine? Why don't, why don't your people want the vaccine? And this, 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 and so much more. And she was on the phone crying to me. I'm like, yo, like, just take them to court. Yes. She sits in the vice bureau, see what you can do. But she's like, if I take them to court, they know where I live. They might try to do something to me. Like, they're not, the company's a, the company's a bit dodgy. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? So, Is like, she not tough, part of the union? No, the company's not a legit company like that, I don't think, you know. It's not like uh. a big organisation. It's some... Um, I think some family red led business and they don't do things by the books. Books, yeah. Yes, I don't think yeah, it's hard for her, man. That's maybe really she sad. should just leave, isn't it? Yeah, horrible, I, I would man. I would say leave, you know. Yeah. And, but that's also hard because obviously we're in these corona times, a lot of places Exactly, lot... everyone needs money. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So it is hard and I can see that. And to be honest. As much as what I was going through, if another opportunity hadn't presented itself to me um, mm -hmm. to do work, I would still be in that place because where am I going? If I stop, yeah. I've got a house to pay for. You know what I mean? I've yeah. got bills to pay. Nobody's helping me with that. So mm -hmm. I have to be realistic as well. But no, it is really mm -hmm. sad that we're in this um, kind of predicament and I hate that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I've nice. had my experiences, um, but I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But yeah, we were talking about therapy just before. Yeah, we was. We was, we was. Yes, I just feel like um, everyone should kind of go to therapy. Mm. It might not be something that they think they need. But we're all here on this earth for a reason, I believe. All of us are going through some kind of hardship or some kind of pain or trauma, you know? Um, True. I, I do CBT at the moment. And that's, that's how C CBT is cognitive behavioural therapy. therapy. So it deals with more of the mind and how you think and how you perceive things as well. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's helping me. Small, small. I think it's just kind of um, put those things into action, what I'm actually learning. Yeah, that's really cool. You know? And um, is where you go to therapy, is it free? Where is it? It's free. It's free. It's free. I, I, I went for my doctor. So the NHS? Yeah, so the yeah. NHS, yeah. So, yeah, so... Well, the, actually the company that I'm with they actually charge but I got it for free mm. I'm not too sure why but yeah I, I got it for free but um yeah I'm just going for a lot man I think things have just got worse since my mum's passed and since this whole lockdown business and coronavirus and this pandemic I think a lot of things have just got worse in my mind so I had yeah. to just talk to someone man you know, because nah. I live my own as well. Yeah. So it's worse. I don't have any housemates. Same. It's tough. It you is tough. You need to see people. We're human beings. And... Hey, listen, last, yeah. so last weekend, you know, I told you I was coming to London. I had to mm -hmm. break lockdown rules because, like, it's been a lot. And, you know, also when you're an mm -hmm. activist and you're, like, in the front line 
and then you're mm-hmm. having people at work come at you mm-hmm. you're having people like every which way I think there was one month um, it was October for Black History Month and um, a lot yeah. of places were adding you know about black queer history and how that's part of history as well so obviously as as a queer person I was going on these panels by the end of the month it took me about two months to recover because I'm working full time nine to five going straight into these Mm -hmm. calls then going to meetings for activism planning things you know talking about how we're going to do community aid and it was getting a lot to me um Mm -hmm. So I went to therapy as well because there's a lot of things I haven't dealt with properly. It's not mm-hmm. my first time going to therapy though. I went to therapy yeah. first when I was like 18, when I was in uni. Oh, um, wow. But one thing I always tell people is you'll know when you're ready to go to therapy. So I went through my doctor yeah. at the time and they were like, yeah, we think this will be good for you, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like 12 weeks and halfway through you do like a review of how it's going and you can end it or not and it was free mm-hmm. and um I hated it I hated it I hated the person that um was talking to me didn't open up about nothing it was very surface oh. level mm-hmm. um it was CBT as well it was very surface level stuff and the moment the halfway mark came up and she was like, how do you think it's going? Do you want to continue? I was like, no, I'm, I'm all good. I'm cured. I ran out that <laughs> door faster than anything. And then I didn't go to wow. therapy for a long, long time. And I tried again um, when I was older. And I still just wasn't ready. Um, mm-hmm. And I wasn't getting along with the therapist. So I just felt like they weren't getting me. You mm-hmm. don't understand my struggle when I start telling you about it because... So your therapist now, do they understand you? Are they black? Are they white? Are they male, female? So they're female, um, Mm -hmm. not black, um, Mm -hmm. but they definitely understand me. And like, they're very... Are they they old, young, middle-aged? Do you know what? We've never seen each other because we do it on phone. Can you tell by her voice? By her her voice, she sounds young. Okay. She sounds young and she's really, really nice because sometimes... Um, so I had another one before that because, um, so like you last year, I just, so much happened in my life and I was engaged at the beginning of the year and Mm -hmm. before the end of the first lockdown, um, my partner and I split up. So now I'm having to think about what I'm going to do with the house because we had a bigger house then. Um, Did you, was it bought or was it like? No, it was rented, thankfully. Oh, that's good then, yeah. We're almost about to buy it. So that would have added more to the mix. And um, so, yeah, so we were we were in the plans of doing that. So now I've got to think about, okay, I've got this massive place. It's costing me, it was costing me over a grand a month. Like yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't need a three-bed house with a garage and a garden and yeah. a playhouse yeah. at the back and a shed and a driveway. Like It was just ridiculous. It wasn't needed. And mm-hmm. um, okay. so what I did was packed up everything, put it into a storage, moved back in with my family members. And I was like, I can't do living at home either because mm. I'm 28 years old. I'm a big grown ass woman. And mm-hmm. asking me why I'm going for a walk in the middle of the day, like, oh. do you know, I'm working from home as yeah. well then was really tough. And I was like, no. Nah. So I got this yeah. place. 
Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's happened in my life before that, that I was like, I've never really talked about, not to friends, not to family and stuff. And I really needed to talk to somebody. And luckily the therapy people called and said, oh, we were going to book you in because I'd done six sessions already. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were going to book you in for face to face, but it's looking like we're going to be in lockdown. Do you want to continue on the phone? And just at the right time, they called and me and this therapist got to know each other and it was just really good and it's been really really good mm. some days are really heavy because like yeah. when you're dealing with trauma and you're having to relive that trauma when you're explaining it to understand it and actualize it and understand that you're not at fault of what happened yeah. do you know what I mean so some days can be really heavy and it's a bit mad when you're doing therapy at eight o'clock in the morning on a Monday and yeah, then, man. and then you've got work at nine a.m. straight away, and your Ooh. emails are doing ping, 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 ping. Wow. But yeah, but it's working at the moment because I'm working from home. It's a lot easier, so I can still walk away from my laptop in it for five mm-hmm. ten minutes, and people will just think I'm thinking of a reply as opposed to I'm not there. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, it's good. But yeah, I totally mm. agree. Um, therapy is very, very important. And us as black people, I can't lie, we need it. We go through a lot. Listen, we go through a lot daily. <laughs> I don't think people get it. We go through stuff daily. Honestly. And then I'd being queer on top of that. I don't know about you, but you know, my parents did not take to that whatsoever. Oh. My parents. No, I've never actually officially come out, as people call it. Mm. I've never come out. I've just had girlfriends. And I guess my family's just put two two together. Yeah, because, yeah, I know, I know I have a coming out story, to be honest. But, um, yeah. They, yeah, my family's cool. My family's cool, man. That's amazing. You know? Yeah, I didn't come out. I just kind of lived. I moved out when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to uni so like nothing really caused me and naturally I don't bring home anybody I'm dating or I don't bring them to the family unless it's like serious serious um, yeah so yeah my parents just thought I was a virgin to be honest I swear like, yeah meanwhile I was out on these streets doing Hogan <laughs> oh madness <laughs> But, but you know, it's cool. Um, when my mum found out, she found out from other people who put two and two together. And um, she didn't react cool, but she also didn't go mad like what I thought she, she would. But at the same time, I was already in my 20s. So, and I'm not living at home, nothing. So it's like, what can you really tell me about my life? Because I'm just doing my own thing anyway. So, yeah, but she's come around to it. That's good, man. Mm. I'm happy for you. Yeah, so what's what's the further plans with, with Carmen London? The future plans? Mm? The future plans? Yeah. So, well, providing that we can come out of lockdown, you know, I want to become like a, a, an official tool DJ for a big artist mm. whether that's in the UK or America 
I want to, or Jamaica, whoever it may be. Yeah. I just want to become an official tour DJ for an artist, a big, big artist. Um, I want to travel the world as well. I really, really, really want to travel the world. Like, there's more to life than just England, you know, the UK. Right. I want to go to India. I want to go to Russia. I want to go to Africa. You want to go to Russia? I want to go everywhere. <laughs> Mosey, I want to go everywhere. I really, I'm a traveler. I want to see everything. I want to go to the Antarctica. I want to go to Iceland. You know, I want to just travel the world. I, I don't mind having a backpack and this going away for a year and this survive of a backpack. Me and a friend, just go. You know, do you not do it on your so, own. To be honest, I've never I've traveled on my own before but I've gone and I know there's people at the other end that I know yeah so to travel the world on my own some countries can be a bit um what's the word I'm looking for can be a bit dangerous yeah you know and do you know what I shouldn't be scared to do things on my own I'm always I like to be around people I'm a people person and I feel like I'm alone majority of the time mm. so I would like go with someone and experience that with someone else you know like a friend or yeah because I'm, I'm actually believe it or not alone all the time and I, I'm a people person I like people some people enjoy their own company personally mm. I don't See, I like to me. just you like your own company 100 yeah most people do I just think I'm just a bit weird maybe like I don't mind having time on my own if I've got things to do whatever but Majority, of the time, I think because Mason's the only child, probably. Ah, okay. I've never had like siblings like knocking my bedroom door and annoying me or taking my things and or just having another child in the house, another youth like myself. I've never mm. really had that growing up my whole life. I've never had it, and I think that's what I crave. This people, you know. Yeah, no, I hear that. See, I'm yeah. the oldest of twelve, so. Yeah, I'm the youngest of like eight, eight, no, seven. I'm the youngest of seven. So, yeah, man. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've also got into trading. Mm, yeah. So, like, forex trading and the, the other day. Yeah, man, I've got into that forex trading and that excites me. I just want to learn more about that. So, I think. I'm going to be learning more about the forex trading. And in regards to my DJ career and my mm. professional career, which is events, obviously make some popping events, you know, when lockdown's finished, you know, just excel in a radio career. Um, you know, just get, get more bookings, keep relevant, working on my mixing, perfecting, scratching. Yeah, man, this, 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 it's becoming bigger and better. That's More established. Amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that for you. We can collab anyway on a business. Absolutely. Come I'm on. a business person. I love that. I love, I love business people. I went uni as well, but I dropped out. So I didn't graduate. What were you studying? Business management. But I regret it. Mm. I'll tell you why I regret it, yeah? I believe uni is a waste of time. Yeah. Uni and college is a waste of time. I would encourage my kids to 
when I have kids, I, I would encourage my kids to not always think, okay, college, uni, then get a job. You can get a job. You can run your own business. You can, whatever makes you happy, let's try and, let's try and focus your goal on that. Happiness comes first. So do what makes you happy. Don't have the pressure of, you know, the state's education. Mm. That's not education in my eyes, you know? This academic thing, it's not, it's not really, yeah, basic English, math, science, yeah, it's great. You need it. But I feel like uni and college is good if you want to become a nurse, a doctor. If you want to do something career, specific. Yeah, things that you have to you have to study for, you have to have a degree in, a PhD in. It's like a doctor, you know, a, a lawyer. Then yes, I'll push them to go down that line, that 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 path of uni and college. But if my son's telling me he wants to be a rapper, or my daughter's telling me she wants to run her own business, I'll say yeah, like cheat that, like, read more about that. But more, it's more about the experience and doing, you know. Mm. And you can learn a lot in a job. Yeah. So I believe I, w- I studied business management. I could have learned that in a job, mm. but I can learn it with myself and read a book. Mm. Managing is more about people skills yeah. and organizational skills, et cetera, et cetera. I don't have to pay uni, get a 30 grand debt for what? You know? So, you know what? I hear that completely. I regret my uni not because of going to uni. I do believe academic is really important. And yeah, you can pursue that if you wish to. I also believe university is not for everybody, but I only yeah. regret uni because I didn't do the subject I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I did business yeah. management and I hear that because yeah. at the end of my degree, I still went into a job at entry level. Like it did yeah, and then had to work my way up in the business world anyway before I even left. So like you need a trap. It's a trap. It kids. is, but unlike you guys here, I had to pay for uni. So I was paying for that uni. I had to pay for uni. What do you mean? <laughs> no, you, you guys get it for uni- free now, and then when you get a job, you start paying it back. I'm talking like I had to pay to get into class. Oh, why? That was just the rules. Um, so Ireland is different where we do, it's means tested and it's dependent on how much your parents earn. And, um, oh. but also they don't do student loan. So if oh, that's do, the, the problem then. Yeah, so normally if you do get it, you're never paying that degree back. You're never paying for it. It's a grant as opposed to the way they do oh, it here, okay. student finance. With that, so okay. that's why it's means tested and not everybody just gets to go for free. And it can be segregating because obviously if you're of the lower end of where they say this is the benchmark of what you're earning, then Mm -hmm. you're still probably the same as the people who are earning less as well, especially when you come Mm -hmm. from a big family. So it can be difficult. And then some people obviously don't go to uni. But what you'll find is when I did my business degree, um, we had a lot of mature people. And a lot of them mm-hmm. already had their, um, they already had their business, or they were working um, within a company, and actually they wanted to do the degree because they just wanted to elevate it or just add to their like portfolio to make it a bit more official. So a lot of mm-hmm. older people, and they've made it now, so they can just pay when they're going to uni. So you had that, but then it also just meant that you didn't have a lot of unserious people. In yeah. class and they're like because they just 
if you're if you're having to get a grant, you've gone through a lot of effort to say mm-hmm. you want to go to uni in the first place. Yeah, man. Yeah, I prefer to work with kids. Posher children are usually the problem. Yeah, because their parents probably just said, "Go on, darling, <laughs> go to uni, come back with a degree." You know, if you if you fail, don't worry. We'll pay the tutor. Don't worry about it, darling. Let's make sure you go. And then it's like, oh, okay, father. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do what I want because, you know, life is a walk in a park for me every day. You know? So yeah. it's mad. I feel like when people are, when, pe- when things are given to people on a plate, that's funny. I just, that's how I feel like with a lot of white people, mm. not to offend anyone, but I just feel like they're the most carefree people on this earth and they kind of this do stupid things yeah. they don't have pride and ego like black people do you know we wouldn't just act up for no reason yeah. we've got no reason why we acting up a white person will get drunk or will just be loud for no reason in the street because they just feel like they there's i mean like life is easy they don't have to, they don't have to, they have to think about what they're doing they'll just do it we gotta True. think okay well if i do this Will people look at me? Will people yeah. judge me? How am I going to come across? But what happened? They don't think. They just act. Because they know uh, all, all eyes are not all on them. No one's judging yeah. them. Yeah, it's true. You know? They're not going to get attacked by the police. They're not going to get attacked by there other go. people. They, they, go. Live, they live in nicer areas as well. We have to be realistic. Black people are cramped into smaller spaces. Like, it's mad where else. Do you know what I'm saying? So it depends. Like if you was raised in a system where the the, the, the government's giving you a council property, then maybe you don't have a choice. Yeah. You have to go where they're taking it's taking you to. So if they say, right, you have to live in bricks in Angel Town, then yeah, you're gonna be on other people that are on benefits. It could be black, white, Asian, but predominantly they'll can't try and keep the black people together. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's mad. It is mad, and you know that's what we're aiming to change in our activism. But definitely, something else that I wanted to touch on that I'm very, very passionate about is obviously my queerness. And obviously, you you are too. Are, are you still single? So that the people oh, don't know. I'm still single, right. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> All right, we'll do a little, uh, a little. Uh, interview about that and then uh, you can tell people what you're looking for and where to go oh gosh (laughs) all right all right all right you know but um (laughs) yeah so like with queerness obviously you're part of real queers tv how did you get into that because i love them and i need to get them on here as well soon yeah so with real queers tv um it was actually an ex who was actually meant to be a part of it. Mm. Um, well, no, she was a part of then an episode and she asked me if I'd like to be in it. And I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, you're my girl, cool. That episode has never been aired, by the way. <laughs> you know, this ex is a bit bougie and she's a singer. Mm. And I think she might have told them, don't air that episode because of, of my music career. But that episode has never been aired. It's not mm. on YouTube. And that was the first episode that we ever filmed. And it just, got ne- it just never got aired. And it was a good one as well. But um, yes, yeah, so my ex kind of got me into Real Quest. She introduced me to Nick's and mm. the Real Quest gang. 
And since I've done my first episode, they've invited me back again and again and again. <laughs> and I'm officially part of the Real Quest family. Yeah, and Request you're the TV. resident DJ for Lockdown Lockins. Oh, yeah. Ben and I are being cast by the resident DJs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It's actually lit. It is it, lit. It, it, gives me, it gives me something to look forward to, you yeah. know? And that is what my therapist has told me to do. Because, as I said, as people do sometimes, we get down. Yeah. And, you know, I think my downness is because I don't have many things to do. Mm many things so like rule queers is something that I can look forward to do because I'm DJing you know I, it, it gives me purpose you know and I'm meeting new friends through there as well true true you know yeah you know I've met nice. you yeah I, I don't know if I met you through rule queers but I've just met you we met how, through how did somebody meet? we met through somebody who is Nims yeah Nims yeah, on, on Instagram live. Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. I was like, who is yeah. that with the cute eyes? Oh, thank you. That's so nice. It's nice to get complimented, you know. It's important. It's nice. Like, people think that my DMs are popping and people meet you all the time, but I'm like, my life is not <coughs> like that. Maybe, maybe like 10 years ago. Mm. Actually, no, like, I don't... I don't really get people moving to me like that. I don't really... I find that difficult to believe. Because I know people. Well, if people like me, no one has ever said to me, oh, I like Carmen London, hook me up, or Carmen. Do you know, people have gone in my DMs. That's, that's, let me not lie. People mm. have gone in my DMs and said, oh, yeah, I think you're cute, but I'm just not interested. I'll be real. I'll just say I'm probably not interested. Why? You know, I I think the people that I like don't like me. The ones that I do, the ones that I don't like like me. I, that's just life. Why? Okay, so let's life. talk about the type of girls you like. Then let's dissect this. So, what do you? What? What, okay. what is it? Physical. Start with the physical. What's the? Start idea? with the physical. Yeah. Okay, so I don't want someone who's too tall mm. or too short. Mm. So maybe a little bit taller than me. So maybe five three, five five is a good height. Five six is okay, you know. Um, so we're saying five like, six is the cut off. Maybe yeah. I'm not really good of heights and stuff like that, you know. I don't really know. Well, I'm five eight, and you've met me. Okay, but you went hills, I think. No, no. When I met you. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, but. I, I feel like we didn't really see each other for long because it was my event, right? Was it my yeah. forest event you came to? Yeah, yeah. My was... forest party. Yeah, that day I was... If you want to get to know Carmen, don't come to get to know Carmen on the day for our events because she's not going to be standing still having a conversation. Yeah. She's going to be running up and down like a head of chicken, stressed out. Got to do so much things when, when it's an event day. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah, so probably not too tall. I like someone who, who keeps fit. I, I like to keep fit and it's good motivation for myself. So I like someone who's keeps fit, you know. So not too skinny, not too big, like in the middle, you know. <laughs> Thick. Um yeah, not too skinny and not too big. You know, I like someone who who who, who like Eat who food. kind of takes care of themselves. Yeah. yeah, someone who takes care of themselves though, you know, doesn't let themselves go. And doesn't under eat, mm. you know? 
<laughs> I can't explain it, but yeah. Um, what else? What else? I like I like to jog and go to the gym. Bro. I like my partners to do the same oh, as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be really, really. I'm trying to like keep fit and healthy, man. I feel like health is very important. It is, it is very you know. Important. So we got one body. Let's look after it, man. Very true. If my girls are into jogging, then I can motivate her to do that. It's not a problem. We can motivate each other. Cool. Um. So physically, um. Do you, like, you know, I like someone. You, I like. Sorry, carry on. I was gonna say, do you like white? Black, Asian, Bayesian. Do you? I don't know what Bayesian is. <laughs> yeah, black my Asian. I prefer. Okay, I prefer black girls mm. in any form that comes in. So whether she's black with mixed with something or just a black girl, but I don't think I'll go with any other race. It's just what I'm attracted to. Yeah. You can't help what you're attracted to. So no, yeah, so black, so black girls and all the variants of black girls, you know. Um, I like to have a nice smile, mm. you know. A nice smile is good. Um, but you know, the 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 looks is one thing, but I don't really focus on that too much. It's more about the inside, the personality. Let's get to the main thing. Right. So let's Obviously, talk feminine about the girls. I don't go for studs, by the way. Okay. So studs, stop DMing me, man. I'm joking. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't. I don't really go for studs. I go for feminine girls or tomboys, whatever. But a girl can who who can do both, mm. but not a stud. Like <laughs> chat seat some days and yeah, you know what I'm saying. Someone so with just feminine to be energy. Clear, everyone, Carmen London. So I got masculine likes... energy. True. So to be clear, everyone, on the physical, Carmen likes black girls in all their varieties. Um, you can't be too tall. So six six. Let's say five six. I'm about to say six six. I heard that. I was like, eh? <laughs> so five six is the cutoff. Um, gotta have a nice smile. Gotta be either femme or like a stem, I guess. Like in between, yeah. tomboyish, girly kind of a, kind of a look. Feminine energy. Feminine energy. Feminine energy. Okay. That's yeah. So personality, what's what's personality? Yes, that is the main thing. Trust me. Okay, cool. Personality-wise, I like someone who's ambitious. Mm -hmm. So I'm ambitious. I want to build an empire with someone, you know. Um, someone who's family orientated. Mm -hmm. You know, so I want children. How many kids do you want? Um, I want four. Ma maximum two minimum two minimum four maximum it has to be even numbers we can't have people being left out now oh that uneven <laughs> so two or four okay two two minimum no one i can't have one child need to, need, to, need, to, need to have a brother or sister so two or four children um i want someone who's obviously loyal mm. very important I, you know, I want all the qualities that I am yeah. so someone loyal I want someone who's kind and caring thoughtful, considerate someone who's respectful um, um, like the basic things isn't it mm. someone who's like a wifey wifey material you know someone who cooks, cleans and things how to look after their partner so someone who 
knows what I like and does it. Really? You know? So if, yeah, so if I want so if then if that if I've mentioned that I that I'm stressed out, I want a massage, I expect them to give me a massage. <laughs> you know? It's the same thing with them. If they came back from work like oh babe, I'm so tired, my feet are aching me. If they like foot rubs, I'm gonna give them a foot rub. Like big would you fun. cook in the house? Would you cook as well? Of course. All I right, cook. Okay. I clean. So you're not ex- you're not looking for like a maid in the house. No, I'm not a man. You know, I'm not you know typical men like oh, I'm go I'm I go to work, you stay home, yeah. look after babies. No, like end of the day, we're both females. Do you know what I'm saying we're both women. One is just more masculine than the other, but we're both women. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a stud like that because I'm not overly masculine, you know? Yeah, I'm I quite feminine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call you a stud. That's the thing. Yeah, I wouldn't no, call that's myself a, like, a stud. I have, I have described you as a stud to people before. but only Yeah, people do describe me as a stud. Because they will understand it, but I'm like, no, it's not yeah. really stud stud. Yeah. Like, I've, I've seen and dated studs, and some people are yeah. studs. I'm like, bro. Yeah, some studs are like, touch me not. Yeah. Like, are you a and I just feel like not? those. No, I'm not. You can touch me. <laughs> of course. Like, I'm a female in the day. Like, I want, like, like, how can you not be a touch me not? Obviously, some people are like that, but I feel like they're on the how spectrum of trans. I feel like they're on the spectrum of trans. I feel like they're not comfortable with their bodies. Mm. And maybe they should look into getting a sex change. Really? That's wild. Yeah. But most studs that are my friends are now men. They've got sex changes to be to be guys. And it makes sense. Like, I feel comfortable my body. I know I've got a nice body. Mm. I've been told many times to my partners that I've a banging body. So yeah, like I I got a nice body and I'd never change it. You know, I'm very grateful. I think that's I an have a body that I have. Thought, that you think studs, stud studs should have a sex change. No, not that they should, because I don't. But I wouldn't they, say they anyone should do this. Should do that. Yeah. I think they're on a spectrum. I feel like they they probably want to. So it's definitely been on their mind. It's been on my mind at one point in my life. It's been on my it's def- mind. Def- really? Yeah. Don't I do have... that, Molly. <laughs> Why? Do, sorry, don't do that. Don't do that. Why? You're you're perfect how you are. Oh, and you don't, you don't, you don't give me masculine energy. Really? No. So I, I don't see even it as conform. a fem. I don't even conform to gender. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry, I didn't know that. That's all right. Not a lot of people do. So they, they, they. Yeah. You're she, they. She, they. Yeah. That's those are my pronouns. Okay. But okay. I can see why you would say that you see me as a fem because. Most of the time, the only place people will really, really meet me is on a night out or something. And me, I like to get bougie on a night out. Mm-hmm. I don't go out, because I'm an introvert, I don't go out a lot. Mm-hmm. So when I do go out, I like to look the part. Yeah. But I won't wear heels. That's not happening. Okay, okay. Flats, runners, you know, some variant of trainers to match my outfit yeah. or just just normal pumps flip-flops i've been known to go mm. out in yeah be comfortable man do you i've got comfort comes first that's my number one thing mm-hmm. so what's the that's age smart. range 
of this female? Okay, the age range. I'll say what would probably work ideally will probably be like maybe 27, the lowest. Mm. You know, lowest. <laughs> and probably the maximum, I'd say like 35. Just because I want to have children and I want my partner to carry, I prefer my partner to carry. Mm. And yeah. Would you ever I don't, share it? Share what? Carrying the pregnancy. How can you share a pregnancy? Well, first of all, you can. So we'll <laughs> what, get back six to months. <laughs> no. Six I'll... months. Okay, babe, let me open up a vagina. <laughs> let me of the baby in you now for another six months no <laughs> so you can actually do that now for, le- for women i don't i don't that's that sounds like too much cross-contamination oh, i want the baby this the most natural way we can do it you know yeah but what i mean by would you share the um carrying is like if she had two babies would you have two babies if she was like i don't want to carry absolutely no more, uh, if, I would... if i know what Yes, 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 I would do that. As long as my partner was there mm. and supporting me, I would do it. Like, I would have a baby now, but I don't have a partner. I would carry right now, but I'm scared to do it on my own. Do you know what? That's the same like, I literally have, me. I literally have no one. My mum is not here anymore. I'm in a house on my own. I don't know what the fuck I would do. Like, if that would scare me, having a real... To be responsible for an actual human being that's breathing and blinking and... I just don't know what to do, you know? I need, I feel like I need a partner. I feel like I want a partner, I need a partner. Mm. See, I'm... I feel like I'm I'm a man in that sense. Yeah. I I want a baby, but I don't have a partner. So... But I'm also Mm. not afraid to do it on my own now. But I... That's good. I'm the first child, so I had to raise all my siblings. Wow. So So you got experience. Exactly. So I'm used to it. And I still have babies around me to this day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm like, cool, I'm ready. Um, but I kind of came to the realisation that I will probably do it alone because I don't think I'll find a, a partner. Oh, you sound like me, man. <laughs> we, need, we need to think more positive, you know. Do you know what? I'm not even, I'm not even negative about it. What I mean is that yeah. I'm not willing to settle for less to get something yeah. else in my life because mm-hmm. I've done that over time and it, it hasn't gotten me anywhere I'm still nowhere mm-hmm. that I want to be because I haven't had that yeah. partner like what you're saying that is ambitious that has a driving force and you know on my down days we'll say no keep going and then on their down days it would be the same mm-hmm. um, I would do the same as well I haven't had that so but I am glad that I haven't had children with any of my previous partners because of boy mm-hmm. now nah, those people wow. need to bounce quick <laughs> wow but yeah no it's wow. good so how, so how can people um slide in your dms for a day um you can dm me you know my my instagram is carmen underscore london dj that's c-a-r-m-e-n underscore london dj um and we can just talk man i feel like friendship is good first you know mm. let's just see how we click as friends you is know? there anyone that My- you are eyeing up 
that you were thinking if they came right now um, there's always like potentials but not anyone that I'm like oh my gosh I'm in love I want that person now mm. not really that 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 you know what I'm saying true that person it will come eventually they will come hopefully this year fingers <laughs> crossed <laughs> I hear that, I hear that. You know, that's how I feel about whoever I have sex with next, whether we're partners or not. I've been celibate nearly a year now. Really? Really. <laughs> the last person I had sex with was with my ex, and I haven't. And that's for me, that's strange. Same. But do you know what? I'm, I'm happy and whatever. That's the way it's meant to be. Like, the things, I wouldn't even mind that it's having a link or having like a little F body, whatever, but that's not even there. <laughs> Options are even there. People, Listen, put, put Carmen out of her misery, please. But I'm, I'm fussing. I'm not saying I want, that's what I want. Like, because yeah, sex yeah, is no, I hear you. I hear deep that. and just fussing or coming, whatever. It's deeper for me, so, you I'm know. I'm not going to lie. I'd, sex is mm-hmm. deep here, but I'm... Ain't nobody ruining my nut. <laughs> Nobody's ruining yeah. my nut. Absolutely not. I'll kick you out of that bed quicker than you can even imagine. Wow. So I'm being very picky. So I'm the same as you. My DMs don't pop at all. And people seem to think that my DMs do and they don't. The only time <laughs> DMs is popping is when people want me to promote something or I'm talking to somebody about coming onto the podcast or I'm doing some sort of... It's a business yeah. transaction, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's the only yeah. time my DMs pop and obviously the occasional weird people that come into DMs. I have mm-hmm. had a girl come into my DMs and then um, she just sent me a naked picture of what I don't even believe is her. Wow. It was, it was, I've never... Well, not even my type. I have never received a naked picture. No? Only if I, I ask for it, but I've never had a girl, like, out of nowhere, just <laughs> send me, like, a naked picture. To it's be fair, easy. I, I send feel... nudes to my friends. Okay, I don't, I don't take nudes, and I'll never do that. But what I think, I think a lot of people probably think I'm stush. Mm. I think a lot of people probably think I'm unapproachable and I think a lot of people think I'm taken. Because, mm. you know, when I to do my events, that's the kind of feedback that I think I got. A lot of people think I thought I was taken. And to be fair, back then I might have been taken, but majority of the time I'm actually just single and just on my own. What's your longest relationship? Yeah. Oh, not long, Mosey. <laughs> It's embarrassing. I don't even want to say. Say, say. This is a safe space. Um, nine months. Nine months. Okay, that's not bad. <laughs> it's not. It's not long. But the thing is, with, with my relationships, yeah, I'd probably say it's because I'm quite fussy mm. and, I'll dis- and I'll end it over something stupid. Or they might end it over something stupid. And I just feel like, we kind of just need to just go over the hurdles. We need to mm. just keep on going. Like, I see a relationship like a marriage that like we don't break up. We stay together no matter what. If we love, if we really love each other, 
let's work through it you know so yeah. but some people but everyone's different of your love. yeah 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 like for me i teach a lot of um self-love anyway is one of my things and i tell people don't stick around just because you think you can't be on your own Mm -hmm. that's not it's not good it's not healthy for yourself either especially if that person is not actually backing you in anything that you do and they're problematic and there's some sort of abuse happening you know you Mm -hmm. need to get get gone quick yeah no, it's yeah. cool. We've covered a lot in this chat. Mm-hmm. Don't even know what I'm going to call this episode. <laughs> call it Carmen's London. London's Carmen. Carmen's London. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Carmen's episode. No. I'm not having an episode, am I? Am I having a flipping episode right now? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I didn't tell you that I was um, recording at the beginning for fun no i'm joking you wasn't recording i know you wasn't i can see when it records i know yeah. i'm only i'm only playing i'm only playing but no yeah. it's been amazing no, I know you having, it, having you here obviously we'll see each other again we've got business to talk at some point anyway but um yeah just for on the dj side of things and where people get hold of you let us know your social media handles and what you where we can find you in general all people so my socials are pretty much all the same so my instagram my twitter my snapchat everything is carmen underscore london dj so carmen is spelled c-a-r-m-e-n underscore london dj and everything else like clubhouse and anything else this is carmen london dj or you can just google me carmen london dj asha pop up or dj carmen london my website is www.carmenlondondj.com yeah any variants of that you'll find me peace amazing i'm here to spread peace guys that's it. That's In this we world, we, we need more peace and more love. 100%. And that is what. Yeah. You already know where to find me. It's a Bane's Life on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Um, Mose Isi, M O S E underscore Isi, I S S I E on Twitter and Instagram. Don't add me on my personal Facebook page. If you find my personal Facebook page, you're a creep. And I will not accept I'm going to find you, boo-boo. I'm going to find your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so let us know what you think of the episode. Um, let me know if you want to hear from Carmen again, because we will definitely have some repeat um, people on the podcast as well. And, yeah, just enjoy life, people. Send me in your dilemmas. There will be another Dilemmas episode soon. So send me in your dilemmas, let's dissect them and tell you that you're stupid. Alright, peace out everyone. Peace, peace, peace. The beats have you heard it through the grapevine. You heard it here first, it's a BAME's life Mose easy with the knowledge, better take time Man or woman, it don't matter over these sides Black or brown, it don't matter over these sides Conversations always popping over these sides Where's your peace signs? Where's your white wine? Don't stress, don't worry about those deadlines Cause you've heard it through the grapevine
You heard it here first, it's a Bames life. You heard it through the grapevine. You heard it here first, it's a Bames life.